Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Painful time of existence when I was forced to listen to shitty Steve Winwood all the time. I probably know the songs, but I'm not uh, enough of a music person to know the name. So I recognize the tune that that uh, Dennis was singing. Yeah, what else do he sing? You roll with it, you and me just roll with it. Oh yeah, God. It's like the sound of every adult contemporary station in the 80s. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So my, I don't have smell memory. I don't have a sense of smell. So that, I don't believe that. And smell memory is one of the strongest memory triggers. So like if you smell a certain smell and it just takes you back to your childhood or that Christmas at grandma's or, mm-hmm. you know, that dank, moldy smell of the closet you were locked in as a child. So how did you get into the military if you had no sense of smell? I lied, like I've done all my life. So are you um, lying about having a sense of smell? Because no. he's not lying. I fart right in his face all the time. And he's, but yeah, but whoa. that gives him a bono. <laughs> but um, no, but because of that, you know, when you lose a sense, your other senses develop to... Uh, to yes, compensate. That's, that's the uh, daredevil theory, I believe. Yes. Yes. And so the compensation that I have is that certain songs will take me to like really intensely and I will feel the emotions that I felt when I heard that song during certain situations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the other day, my iPod, uh, well, the iPhone, which I guess devils his iPod. I don't know what the. Anyway, so I've got the music thing playing <laughs> in the mm-hmm. car. Your machine, your jukebox, your portable jukebox. My portable, my, my portable uh, Apple Music Machine Maker computer thing that fits in the car now like some kind of fucking Buck Rogers shit. But anyway, um, so I'm driving to work and it's on the shuffle like the kids do nowadays. And you got the touch came on. From the Transformers movie? Yes. And uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You got the touch. That whole thing, and in I had my penis. Yeah, I, I had to uh, slow down. I was almost ready to like pull off the road. It, it was definitely an emotion. Yeah, because it reminded you of Optimus Prime dying. It reminded yeah, you of hot, did. hot peen. And the death of Hot Rod to become shitty Rodimus Prime. <laughs> it reminded you of hot peen until all become one in hot peen town. Yeah. Won't you take me to Hopping Town? Won't you take me to Hopping Town? I think y'all had different radio stations up here than what we had back in Alabama. <laughs> you had the edited version. Won't we you take the, me to Hot Town? We had we had the uh, Pence version. We didn't have all the peen. Won't you take me to Hopping Town? So yeah, so um, I watched this episode last week and I watched it today and I was telling Dennis before I started to record, I think I told you guys too, it helps me uh, know what's happening if I watch it twice, if that makes right. sense. Well, um, we've, we've tried it with you not watching it at all. Does it work? It does, does it I, work? I'm easily well, distracted. 
And you said that you don't pay attention. Exactly. So, like, seeing it twice, you'll kind of fill in the little gaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, I'm either running around, like, playing with the – I'm playing with my phone or I'm trying to put kids to bed. So I, I can't really get it all in one fail swoop. So it's always best to watch twice. And when we were doing TNG, I'd watch the whole series – and then went back and rewatched it again, and then rewatched it on top of that. So I've watched all the episodes like three times in a span of two years. So I kind of had some of them memorized, for God's sakes. But some of this is all kind of new to me. Um, but yeah, it's going pretty well, man. I really, uh, I really like this episode. It's good. It's good. Did we, we're calling this one what? Space Kramer versus Kramer. Yeah, I guess. Ben just doesn't care anymore. He's checked out mentally. He hates his life. Uh, he's happy that the Cubs won the World Series. After that, there's there's really no point. The rest it's, of the year is just invalid. I'm just I'm counting down the end, you know, to the end of 2016. How many how many more people can die by the end of the year? Hopefully, <laughs> one more. I have no idea what he's talking about. It's crazy. <laughs> Um, but we can do, um, yeah. And then I will say this, um, watching Saturday night live after Dennis's long conversation with us the other night, it really kind of made sense to me. It, well, I definitely thought of that in the first sketch. Yeah. Yeah. Dave Chappelle might be better at saying things than I am. <laughs> no, I think you, you did it in a more informed way. Uh, Chappelle did it in a funny manner. I was surprised that people thought he was kind of being a sellout at the end of this, of the monologue when he was like, Hey, look, man, you know, you give us a chance. We'll give you a chance. I thought that was very kind of diplomatic almost. Mm -hmm. See, I, I, I watched the Chappelle thing and my first thought was, eh, Dennis did it better last week. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. And I tell you what, call me crazy, but, um, Chris Rock is a handsome fella. Like, when did that happen? Like, when did Chris Rock become good looking? He grew up. Because we were watching, Stephanie and I were watching it together because Stephanie loves Dave Chappelle. She's always been a big fan. And she just, she went to bed and then during the monologue came out and was like, oh, I miss his voice. Because like you hadn't, he hadn't done anything in so long. So we're just sitting there watching. And uh, the first sketch happened. And Chris Rock came out and said, he was like, man, he's really good looking. And it's like, yeah, when did that happen? Like, when did Chris Rock become attractive? <laughs> okay, you know, yeah. The older the berry, the sweeter the juice, right? Yeah, I just remember him, like, he, to me, he'll always look like uh, CB4. <laughs> like, he'll always look like <laughs> yeah, Exactly. You know? Straight out of low cash. Yeah, straight out of low cash. He's always that really, like, Chris Rock was awkwardly skinny for a really, really long time. And it's like he finally filled out or something. Yeah, I guess money will do that to you. He's eating good. Yeah, he great. He great. And but my thing with Chappelle, I thought he had definitely uh, filled out as well. I don't. Oh, he got diesel. There's a difference. (laughs) Yeah, I I was trying to just like, is is he fat and hiding it, or is he just you know buff as you know all hell? And yeah, uh, he's buff. Like he's just huge. Like there's no other way around it. Like he's massively gigantic. Yeah. Okay. I did like the uh, Walking Dead skit. Yeah, that was really great. That's that's what America needed. And I'm surprised. Like, I haven't watched SNL in quite some time. Like, I'm not going to pretend like I'm some uh, uh, some savant when it comes to SNL. I haven't seen a full SNL episode probably since Will Ferrell left, which was when I was in college. Yeah, I don't watch it. Uh, the two things I will get from it is uh, Kate McKinney. Is that her name? Kate McKinney. McKinney? 
McKinnon is amazing. She's yeah. the best. She's hilarious. And um, not a lot of sketches. A lot of, a lot of commercials. Like there was a lot, I felt like there was a lot of commercials between like the two musical performances. I think Stephanie and I only counted like maybe six sketches. Now, did you watch it live? Yeah. Okay. Because I watch, I always watch the, uh, I'm, I'm too old to stay up that late. So I watch the Hulu the mm-hmm. next day. I think it's actually always been like that. It's just when you're younger, you have more patience or you don't. <laughs> I, thought, I used to think the same thing. And then I finally sat through an entire episode once and I was like, they always have these many commercials. And I thought back and I was like, yeah, they would put like a commercial set in between each sketch, like in between each live one, I guess, just to like break it up. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. They seemed to be funnier back in the days, though. They were. This this week's was really good, though. Dave yeah. Chappelle did a great job. Don't let this one fool you into watching it. I'm not. <laughs> believe me, I might watch this. I might watch this week because um, what's her face is on it. Um, the yeah, other Kristen Wiig is on there. Yeah, Kristen Wiig is great. Like she's really yeah, funny. funny. It'd be good to see her and Kate McKinnon. I only watch it when there's good things to watch. If that makes sense. Like if if Tom Hanks is going to host, I may watch a little of it. If yeah. But a lot of the times, I'll just watch the funny stuff on YouTube. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Yeah, you know, why am I going to stay up that late when they're just going to put it on YouTube in the morning and I can just watch well, that? This is the it's like the five best sketches they do. Yeah. You know, it's not like uh, you're hiding anything. Well, we see the, we see a clip on YouTube, and I'm like, oh, that was uh, – yeah, I just watched the episode, and, you know, they trick you, and then you watch the whole episode, and you're like, that, that, just that one skit yeah. was funny. What, what the hell? Yeah. But David has pumpkins. It was funny. How come the rest of not funny? Any questions? <laughs> <laughs> and the skeletons are. Oh, uh, but I thought the I thought the one guy the part Trump, of it. I thought the the Trump supporter sketch was hilarious. The Black Jeopardy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they should do more Black Jeopardy. Yeah, that was awesome. He had the flinch down. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> But we're here. This is a Star Trek podcast. Oh, is uh, it? Yeah, sometimes. So let's talk about Star Trek. Uh, Not anymore, man. Not in Trump's America. <laughs> yeah, man. This is a all. Now we're all heavy-handed social commentary. This is a this is an alt-right podcast. Now where we talk about the ills befallen white people. Yeehaw! Dennis is the opposing view. <laughs> That's right. Don't get used to Dave Chappelle, man. That guy's a Muslim, too. Yeah, we're going to mark his ass and give him an ID that says Muslim, and then we're going to round him <laughs> up and put him away. Um, I don't know how that will help anything. <laughs> I'm a little frightened right now. <laughs> no, I think we all are. But let's not focus on that. Let's focus on Gordukat and this... And um, his love of penis. And this, what? And this episode... <laughs> of uh ds9 which starts innocently enough with uh i think julian and the haberdashery dude whose name escapes me for the moment garrick 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 the haberdashery fellow are having like is this their second date you'd say like are they having a second date they've they've pretty much uh, established a dating pattern okay yeah because i guess just in that that first episode where we see garrick they have the date in uh corks and then the date in the uh, dressing room later Mm-hmm. That's like well, the, a, well, to be fair, the date in the dressing room is more of a of a hookup where there was some <laughs> nut swallowing. <laughs> it's like space tender, and it's like, oh yeah. wait a minute. Oh, I'm, 
Yeah, so they had hot sex, and now, like, this is their second... Like, what happened was they had sex too quickly, and they're trying to forge a relationship mm-hmm. out of, like, right. hot sex. And they're like, you know what the sex because is... Bashir got pregnant, so now they can't need to stick together, <laughs> so if they can make it through. He got mouth pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> He's having a butt, baby. <laughs> I'm terrified of thinking that it, that the peen has those same uh, cobra ridges. Mm-hmm. That, the same well, element. Well, that was something else I noticed too. Watching the episode, like at first I thought they reconned the um, the the neck ridges until I saw Gold Ducat, and my God, he looked like a giraffe. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a society based on the length of your neck. Yeah. Because he was very powerful, and he had a really really long neck or just a really low cut shirt. I couldn't figure out which one. You it was like confusion. Cardassians with uh, long necks, right? Mm, shortened collars? <laughs> Something like that. Hey, girl, is that neck go all the way down? Ooh, yeah. Girl, I'm a suck on it. So, uh, so yeah, so they were doing their thing, and they're having a hot second date, and then all of a sudden um, the haberdasher looks over and sees a young, hot man, and he's like, well, <laughs> Julian, it was nice seeing you, but I have to go check out this fine piece of You've been replaced. Yes. <laughs> It's time for grooming. Yes, he's totally grooming. <laughs> and, but the weird part about this Cardassian boy on the station is he's with a Bajoran, and he's dressed in Bajoran with the dumb Bajoran haircut and the dumb Bajoran earring and the dumb Bajoran outfit. And like, I don't get it. it. I'm like, what's that sweater that he's wearing? It looks like you cover a couch with that thing. It's like he's wearing a slipcover around. So you see the slipcover boy. And uh, and he walks over and he's like, well, who's this fine piece of space, man? <laughs> well, I mean, you can't really blame Garrick either because it's like the guy is really old, the Bajoran yeah. guy, and it's a really young boy that's walking with him. Yeah, it's like a Nambla, androgynous. It's a Nambla convention. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Mm, I definitely got like on that guy. vibes from this situation. Yeah, it was, definitely, um, it was definitely boyfriend or son. That's the game they were playing. Yeah. Maybe both. Boyfriend. Slash son? (laughs) So he walks over there and grabs him on the shoulder, which is a little forward. You don't go touching strangers. And then all of a sudden, the kid bites him. And then the haberdasher dude is like, this is getting kinky fast. (laughs) (laughs) And he whipped his dick out. Yeah, they had to shoot him from the waist up because he got instantly hard. (laughs) He was so hard, dude. And to be fair, I mean, so was I. I mean, if if somebody like Garrick came up and, and started, you know, you know, you're a fine specimen of a man and, and started rubbing your shoulders. <laughs> Are you not going to get a little defensive and possibly bite him? He would also get hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he then totally, bite him. Yeah. There was definitely some boners going on. Like, it was, <laughs> I, I think that was a defensive uh, and fully justifiable. You, I mean, no, you're wrong. Somebody. You're wrong. It was totally sexual. No, no. I think it was all very, it was all very hot. You know. The old man was like being off on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> Dennis, that was a really scary face he just made. <laughs> Dennis this whole was, alone thing is, is getting Way to- till later tonight. <laughs> that was a very frustrated, like, pirate face you were making there. Yeah. I, yeah. You, know, I'm, you gotta I'm be angry to that. <laughs> right? <laughs> Uh, sure, Dennis. Sure. <laughs> Am I the only one? Really? <laughs> gotta put, I got to kick holes and stuff and then buck the holes. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So, that's kind of the way the episode starts. And then uh, Julian is on the elevator and jumps off the elevator before it stops, which is not safe. 
no. he's going up to ops he just spills the beans right off the bat like dude this fucking guy just bit the spy dude in the hand it was so hot and then there was this old guy masturbating while it was all happening it was the craziest shit i've ever seen man. And odo is like oh i gotta get in on this and he's gone <laughs> yeah, yeah. shape shifting into a young but you know, young cardassian boy <laughs> oh a young cardassian chair hey, Sit here. Mm, Sit on my my face. And then we get a quick background from Kira, who's basically this is her only line of the whole show. She's just like, oh, yeah. It happens all the time, like when uh, they pulled out, and I, I giggled at that, when the Cardassians pulled out of Bejorno, and he, uh, uh, they just left a bunch of kids there. All right, am I good? Can I go home? Oh, all right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, yeah, they're uh, Cardassian war orphans. They pulled out. Bob giggles. And then she turned to the punch card and went. <laughs> I'll see you guys next week. I still get a full episode check, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, like, cool. uh, all right are we good? Peace. Can I, can I take the makeup off? All right, cool. It's like, no, no, we're just still on camera. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> it, it's kind of like the episode of TNG. We'll just write her out. It's fine. Uh, I think Jordy and uh, – what was it? Jordy, Data, and O'Brien are working on the transporters. And there's a scene – we haven't seen Picard pretty much the entire episode. He walks into the transporter room and is like, Everything going all right, Ben? They're like, oh, yeah, we're <laughs> progressing, ba da da And he's like, very well, then, and walks out, and that was it. And it's just like, well, what the f-? He He literally came in and just clocked in, clocked out. Yeah, that was it. That it's was called it. having a good agent. Yeah, it's called, it's called, you know what, baby, I got things I got to do. And so I guess Kira had that this week. Yeah, it was pretty great, man. She just saving up Kira time for uh, later in the year when they she, had a special episode. She just bounced. She was like, "All right, cool, I'm done. Like, I'll see you guys later, man. You guys have a good one. Peace, I'm out." I think it was because she was so intense in the uh, first three episodes. Yeah, that it's just like, yeah, I need some downtime now. You know, man, I really got to do some stuff for me, man. Like, if you don't mind, uh, I got some dry cleaning to pick up. I got to take my dog to the vet. Um, so I'll see you guys later. Didn't really read the script this week, so just write me out. Just you know, they changed all of her lines to Garrett lines. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so uh, I got to, I got to jet. Um, I'll see you guys later. Yeah, um, so you yeah, get out my face. And she's out. Ain't got nothing. You got no more. <laughs> Better get that bad. Better get that bad. Look off your face for it. Knock it off. Now, even though they do have similar earrings, I don't really think there's any other similarities between Kira and Kubalang. Hey, fool. You ready for another beating? <laughs> you never came back. Like, why is she still here? She's not even in this. <laughs> I understand what's I'll beat you like a dog, you hear? I'll beat you like a dog, you hear? A dog! <laughs> now I'm just trying to recast Rocky Three in my head with the cast of TNG or of DS9. Which is still fun. It's fun, but it's just not working because I got, you know, Rocky's wife, Adrian. Uh, Adrian is uh, Dax, right? Mm-hmm. Or is Dax Mickey? Oh, see, I don't know, man. Old I think man. I think Dax is a little too. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? A little too sexy. Like Curzon Dax, maybe could be Mickey. I would I would think that Kira would be more of uh, of the wife 
because she's very kind of confrontational and loud and annoying. So uh, do we make O'Brien as uh, Mr. I mean, am I wrong? Am I wrong, Dennis? Am I wrong? Am I wrong? See, then be quiet. Don't try to make me like out to be a bad dude because I think sometimes she's aggravating. I have no idea what's going on. Um, she just what I'm saying is she kind of sucks. <laughs> like she's okay sometimes. Um, she's a little aggressive for me. I think right, right, mm-hmm. right. Possibly, sure. Some people like that. I mean, I do. You, do you just are you such yeah. a, an old school? man think that you think a woman who is equal is coming across as aggressive yeah man you know man i just don't like them when they're out of the kitchen and not pregnant and stuff man like you just need to show your cake hole and get to pleasing my penis with your various orifices because uh, i ain't got time to listen to your your lip if i wanted some lip off you honey i'd scrape it off my zipper or or my anus I mean, either one works because you're a you're you're a dumb cum dumpster, and that's all I got to say about that. Go Trump. Just, just as a reminder, Dirt Trick now is an alt right podcast. Go Trump. Uh, See, I, I would like to point out though, Trump 2020 is what I'm saying. Even though he'll be like Trump hey, that bitch. Yeah, man, Trump that bitch. Lock her up. Lock her up. One of the things that Dirt Trick taught me was that it was okay to say horrible things as long as I did it with an accent or a voice. Yeah, totally. That does not apply to too far. Yeah. And I mean, it doesn't work at work. No, but basically Donald Trump, he's always using a fake voice. Like he's never, you don't know what his real voice is. He gets home. He's like, I'm so relieved that that day is over. I can't believe I fooled him yet again. (laughs) This is by far my most uh, wonderful trick that I've pulled ever is making people think I am a terrible person. Oh, so wait, Eddie Murphy based his impression (laughs) off of, Real life, Donald Trump. Yes, that's what yes, I'm oh, yes, yes. Trump oh, well. Tower. I'm Donald Trump. Never speak of my real voice ever. <laughs> we cannot let the cat out of the bag. Only or, in parody. Yes, because if it is discovered that this is my true voice, I will never become president of the United States of America. Maybe Donald Trump is Eddie Murphy. This is the character. It's all that heavy make. That's why he's orange. It's all the heavy <laughs> I, I, mean, I haven't seen Eddie Murphy in a while. He he's as reasonable as anything else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember Saturday Night Live when he did his white character. He his white. white yes, I remember that. It was really fun. I, I, thought, I, saw, I liked the, the report today that I saw where uh, Donald Trump said he was, or the, the report was saying that the Trump team seemed overwhelmed by the task of being pre- yeah no shit you're for the fucking president of you're the leader of the free world for god's sakes like well there's a lot into this huh we have to hire our own staff <laughs> this is ridiculous can we, we just take over don't we just keep working we'll just lay off some of them and the rest will we'll keep and uh, it'll lower costs right that's how it works it's, it's usually an 80 20 we fire the 20 percent you know cut the fat and you keep the 80 percent that knows their job and it, it, it's, it's you know promote a few it's, it's like a Dumbass Ben Carson. He's like, no, no, I, I don't want to be a secretary of education. That sounds like a lot of work. I mean, that's not, I, I don't have experience I'm a doctor. That. I don't believe in science. <laughs> Do you really want to? I don't, be- I don't have the experience for government work. Come on. I mean, come on, buddy. We all know that that was that's a token position that he was offering him. I mean, I'm not trying to be a dick or anything, but I mean, come on, baby. Let's see, who's the safest black guy for us to have to prop yeah. up? What, bring me a black man. <laughs> Where's Alan Keys? Somebody find <laughs> Alan Keys. <laughs> 
Uh, sir, he's been dead for a really long time. Yeah. I don't care. Bring him to me. <laughs> <laughs> we need somebody, for God's sakes. Yeah. So where were we? Uh, there's a biting, excited <laughs> Odo. Up for a second. Kira punches the time clock. And I think Goldicott calls, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, he, somehow yeah, he, was, he finds out like five minutes. I guess it was on Twitter. It was all yeah. over Twitter. So mm-hmm. They blew it up. He's like, oh, shit, some dude got bit at the, at the kiosk. Hashtag Garrett got bit. Hashtag. <laughs> it on Facebook Live. Hashtag, oh, snap. I, I'm doing hashtag Garrett got bit right now. <laughs> Nobody will know what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> it's trending. Hashtag, oh, snap. Somebody's already got, like, the remix video out. So the people listening to this later. Here we go, bitch. It's on at the kiosk. <laughs> Hashtag, oh. Holla at your boy. I gotta see. How do you spell Garrick? G A R A K. Garrick. Is it C K or K? Mm. I think it's just K, right? Got it. Somebody, before I go live with this thing, you better get it right. Somebody tell me now. Garrick, I don't fucking know. Just write the haberdasher. <laughs> Where's the Kardashian? Right. Elam Garrick. Okay. Yo, spoilers. Y'all don't know his name is Elam yet. Oh, snap. So, Garrick. Jason Elam? The former kicker for the Denver Broncos. There we go. Oh, I forgot to tag uh, Dork Trick in that, but y'all follow me, right? It's okay. I think that reality. Figured out. I think we're good. Oh, look, it's already trending. There's already at least one more uh, tweet about it. What? <laughs> I'm gonna like that one. Oh snap! <laughs> oh snap, yo! Yeah, it's um definitely uh, a lot of people seeing this dude get bit, and everybody up in the everybody up in the spot knew what was up, and it's like, oh snap, son, this is crazy, yo! And then Gold Ducat called. He's like, dude. Now did uh, did Commander Cisco come across as like really sedate in this episode? Like no, to be he was fair, very calm. Let me. Well, I think Cisco is being very calm to everyone else's overacting. There's a lot of overacting going on because when we go and see uh, the Biter kids, like Bajor and Dad, he's overacting like a motherfucker. He's all like, Arr! so much so that like Julian won't even look at him. Like at that one point where they go to get the kid, Julian's like, I ain't looking at anybody in the scene because you guys are all fucking freaking me out. But Julian, I think, was high in that scene because he just wouldn't make eye contact with anybody. So he was just looking at the floor. Like if I just look at the floor, no one will know that I'm high on. <laughs> God, I'm fucked up. There's some chronic, some bubonic stuff. This is a medical grade. The vein of my forehead is shooting out. I didn't know the replicators could make it that real, but oh my God, I am so fucked up right now. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Wait, wait, are are we on the space station or am I stuck at the 3D version of Doctor Strange again? I am moving. I can feel the station moving. (laughs) I'm just gonna stare at the ground. Odo, Odo, Odo. Like, Odo, Odo. Listen, to Cypress Hill. <laughs> Listen, 
Listen, do you, do you, do you hear it? Listen, you, you can hear the space station settling. Listen. You can hear the space hear that, station settling. That's crazy, man. Yeah, but I guess uh, Odo can't get high, can he? He doesn't really have like a circulatory system or anything. That's up. And you know he's too square to do it anyway. Yeah, he's like, I don't know about that. That doesn't sound like such a great idea. It's all legal by then, baby. <laughs> you know, there's, there's still, there's still the 420 folks are still trying to get it legalized, and yeah. it just carried on because the <laughs> United States wouldn't legalize it, even though 49 states had it legalized for recreational use. Yeah. The well, it's legal in the Gamma Quadrant. That's why yeah. the wormhole is so popular. Oh, that's, go that, the that. Well, that's why uh, your boy Brigier requested that space station. Like, I got to come out here, yeah. baby. You got all the good weed coming from the Delta Quadrant. It's frontier <laughs> medicine. <laughs> Let me hit that wormhole, baby. <laughs> that could mean something. Yeah, different. Roach clips. <laughs> well, that's what Garrick said, too. Yeah, but he was talking about a butthole, and Julia's yeah. talking about weed. That's why they had a weird kind of connection on Tinder. Well, see, this is yeah. why the uh, this makes so much sense now, though, that the prophets and the wormhole aliens. But you know, what is time? Well, yeah. well, you know, they, I'm they, high they, as fuck. You better back up. So they just questions. basically are all the high kids that yeah. just are on acid and shit. All Let's time. watch Song Remains the Same Again. <laughs> <laughs> That would be a great episode of DS9. It's just like a, a remake of Song Remains the Same. I mean, they did Trouble with Tribbles. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. I vote yes. The Wall episode followed by Song Remains the Same yeah, episode. So, uh, so, yeah, so they take the kid and they stick him at Keiko's, which doesn't make any sense. They get that report, though, from the, the weird, uh, you know, ass face guy. That, yeah, who's yeah, that they beat him all the time. They they like, hate him. Like what was that? That guy was just weird. Like he had a weird head thing, and then like part of his brain yeah. was hanging out, and it was all funky <laughs> like a monkey, Jack. Yeah. So now there's a, re- a report of child abuse. So they they've got to go take the kid for his own protection. Yeah, they don't really like re- need a whole lot of concrete evidence for stuff on a space station. Nah. And it's weird. This weird guy winning a lot of money at the Dabo table said that you were beating your kid. Yeah, and this was Quark's only line, too. Quark walks by and he's like, these fucking assholes. Like, and that's yeah. it. Like, like, that's his own. He was, he was fucking Kira offset. Yeah. He's just yeah. like, punch meeting Kira. Rub my ears. So, yeah, so they were doing their thing. And then, like, uh, the weird brain guys, like, they'd be fucking that kid up, Jack. And so they go and take the kid. But then they don't do any background research. They stick him at O'Brien's place. And O'Brien isn't like Cardassians. He doesn't want him around. Because yeah. O'Brien walks in and is like, double takes, what the fuck? <laughs> he reached for his phaser. He's like, oh shit, they're here. <laughs> they <laughs> when they said <laughs> When they said they were going to take him to the O'Briens, it was like, okay, so you find the guy who's got PTSD from the Cardassian war <laughs> and leave the Cardassian kid there, you know? <laughs> And then, you know, Keiko's is surprised when he goes, you know, straight Trump supporter on, you know, he's like, can't trust Cardi's. They, they breed out emotions. Yeah, man. They are a bunch of douchers. Only Not do- playing with my daughter anymore. I can tell you that right now. You know what? She ain't even my daughter no more because she was playing with that card. Now we're going to sell her. We're going to shoot her out the space to hatch. <laughs> Give me an eyeglass case. Yeah, I hate your guts. You're a dummy. Uh, I think I just pooped a little. Oh, that's my fault. 
Wait, that's Miles? Just <laughs> yeah, I just, I just pooped in my afro, my butt afro. Yeah. Well, when you drink that much. He's got to drink control. away the pain of Keiko because she gets real nasty. I don't ever want to hear that stuff again. Yeah. See, Shut I up. thought it was nice that he and the Cardassian child, with whatever differences the two cultures had all over you know, history and his PTSD, the kid growing up in Bajor. And hating bonded, himself. Well, they bonded over hating Keiko's cooking. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too. Like, uh, this is the two, the two sides of the racist coin. Like, uh, yeah. what's his face? Uh, God damn it. O'Brien is like overtly racist. Yes. He's like, man, that Cardassian kid, don't let him play with my daughter. But then she's like, Oh, would you like some chitterlings? Here. Why don't I know your people like to eat this. So, so I thought I would like make Tom Hanks's character on black jeopardy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we do have something common. But it's also weird, too, because, like, uh, they both hate Keiko. And she's trying to front, like, oh, I made dinner. Bitch, you walked up to the machine and hit a button. You didn't do nothing. Then get the fuck out of here. That ain't dinner. You come on, baby. But, Dennis, would you like some of our pig's feet and rice? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, we we made... have plenty of fried chicken and watermelon for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuzzies, that's called the fuzzizella. <laughs> yeah. But she did the um. But like that's she, what she did. But again, she yeah. doesn't even. I mean, she should know that the kid hates everything Cardassian. So why would he want to eat Cardassian food? It just reminds him of the butchers that slaughtered his family, and then the people well, that raised fair, him ate himself. To be fair, like, she knew Worf, and like Worf was super Klingon, even though he didn't grow up on Kronos or anything like that. Like he grew up around humans, and became super Klingon the, dude. The what? So she, what was the name of the planet you called it? I don't. The Kronos. The who the first, now? The Klingon Homeworld? The first yeah, city of the yeah, Klingon, Klingon Homeworld. Homeworld. That's what it's called. Okay. That's right. The Klingon Homeworld. I didn't know it had a name. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Klingon Homeworld. Yeah. yeah, so um, not to be confused with Klingon Homeroom, where all the kids had to go before they yeah. started their dance. <laughs> well, then there was the... <laughs> Until they were saved by the bell. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the uh, conservative Klingon kids. It's all right, because I can't fly by the bell. <laughs> Because I'm complied by the bill. <laughs> I'd love to see Zach Morris as a Klingon. That would be awesome. <laughs> like Zach Morris with a Klingon forehead holding that big-ass phone and them sweaters yeah. jacked up. be hot to death. Klingon AJ Slater comes. Yeah, I man, he got his bat lit. He gonna fuck some shit. He's <laughs> <laughs> Klingon Screech, though. <laughs> that would be kind of weird. Klingon He's like the pack led kid that hangs out with him. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I like to go. Do you like to go? I'm actually a little sad that I could never see this, the show. I would watch that. Yeah, maybe, I mean, they, they're getting pretty desperate. If they don't get something on the air soon, um, you know, it's going to be kind of bad. So we could always pitch like, look, man, we got an idea real quick. This will get you at least until you figure out what you want to do with your show. Uh, a Klingon Saved by the Bell. <laughs> Yeah, either that or Klingon head of the class. One of the two. Yeah, because either way, you can sell it to Brian Fuller because that sellout piece of shit will put anything on the air. Oh, my God. Calm down, Ben. I didn't think it was his fault. I thought they fired him because he was all Star Trek-y. Well, no, they fired him because he's like, yeah, you guys are taking too long, and I've got a real job with Neil Gaiman, so laters, American Gods. I look forward to that. That, that actually is yeah. – yeah, we got a Klingon captain now, and ugly ship. And anyway, that's so weird because now they have to basically that that just wipes out the idea of Worf being the first Klingon in 
Starfleet, yeah. right? It'll be a joint mission uh, where we have to work together to overcome the uh, what, the, the Trump, the, the the alien of Trumps. It'll be like a, we watched the uh, we actually watched the Organian Peace Treaty episode. Uh, um, I can't even remember the fucking episode anymore. But who cares, right? Operation Annihilate. Mm-hmm. No, that was the one with the pancakes on the back. It doesn't fucking matter. It's it's fucking classic trick. So that shit's gone. Um, so so are you? Do you already hate this show? I, I'm to the point. I'm about to hate Star Trek. Ben hates everything. No, I'm 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 just I'm. It's like, why don't we just mess something else up? When we finish Dork Trek, right? When we finally get the last episode of pre-2005 Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I'm just going to go ahead and cut off at 2001. I'm, I'm not even going to pay attention to Enterprise anymore because that's post-timeline confusion. It's been a long road. Yeah. Rod See, there, there was some parts of Enterprise that I liked, though. So why do I want to get rid of that? No, like no, the first eight guys, episodes that I've seen. Yeah, I enjoyed it. There's some great episodes, but unfortunately they had the whole time war thing and it's not real Trek because it happened after TNG contaminated the timeline. So that's goes back to my original theory of the timeline. Wasn't JJ. It goes back to uh, TNG with first contact. Everything after that was contaminated. Okay. So you're saying everything sucks then. Yeah. I'm, I, I don't, I don't know what love is anymore. Everything oh. that I, I've enjoyed has tried to hurt me now. Poor Jenny. <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> I am not talking about people. Save me. Now, um, are you excited for the new Star Trek movie? I mean, the new, um, the new Star Wars movie? Oh, Rogue One? Can't wait. Okay. This is, this is the trouble that I have to, to live with. Star Trek is my new favorite, or Star Trek was my favorite thing. Star Wars is now my favorite thing. I grew up with DC Comics. Now Marvel is my favorite thing. I don't know what world I live in. All right? I spent my time watching Doctor Strange last week going, oh, my God, this is the most amazing thing ever. Yeah, I'm going to see it. This, I'm going to see it soon. It looks amazing. It, it's tremendous. So Star Trek has failed me. It's, it's enjoy my memories of what was and, and move on. So – so you're saying Not that bad. you were supposed to be the chosen one. You were supposed to be the one to write all the new Star Trek, but yeah, you never you're, did. You're oh, <laughs> that fucking crushed me, Dennis. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like I, <laughs> like I was like, holy shit! I can't believe you said it. Like I was hurt by that. <laughs> ben? I'm back, Ben. Do you have to apologize? You have to apologize. He just gave you the peace. Wow, that was really hurtful. Wait, no, wait, where's the American Sign Language from? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think it's that. <laughs> that. That was painful. Even hey, I was like, you know what? We've said a lot of mean things to each other on this show, but that would really. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ben. It's, it's okay. I'm sorry that you haven't lived up to your potential. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, oh, everything keeps coming out wrong. It's too close to Thanksgiving. Okay, I, this is like dinner at my house with with family. So Dennis, Dennis essentially club punched you, and it was like, oh, I'm sorry, B. I thought you were somebody else. Helped you open this. Like I knew it was you, and then kid you again. <laughs> Damn! So Stop was, stomping me with your Timberland. That was cold blooded. That was cold blooded, man. That was. See, now I don't feel bad for voting for Trump. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> It was all an act. 
Um, Hold on, somebody's at the door. <laughs> no, they would kick Deportation it. Deportation force. They would kick it in. Uh, here's your here's your Muslim armband. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was cold blooded right there, son. I've seen, I've witnessed some cold blooded shit in my day, and that was about as cold blooded as it gets. Deserved. Um. <laughs> What were, where were we before Dennis just stole his face? Uh, so, yeah, so, um, so I guess yeah, now they, the kid, they have yeah, they go, they go down to the planet because, um, I guess Bajir forgot that he gave the haberdasher a key to his apartment so they could have sex. And he woke up and he was like, Oh, you're here again. My butt was pretty fucking creepy. Yeah. That, that was the top five creepy moments of Star Trek. Yeah. We must Let's go, go down. down. We must go down to the planet. Basil. <laughs> Stephanie was sitting, we were watching Stephanie. He goes, "Can anybody else see him?" And I was like, "Yeah, he's a fucking he's a tiger. Like he's got some ghosts. Like what the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> he's like Snuffleupagus. Yeah, she thought he was like yeah, I thought he was imaginary. He's not Jacob Marley. <laughs> These fabulous chains were woven from the links of my sinful yeah. life. Obviously, the kid bit him, so he can see him. Yeah. Come on, Stephanie, get it together. <laughs> Come on, baby. It's like ghost yeah. He He roofies uh, <clears throat> Bashir. It's, it's all coming together now. Yeah. I love that you got to wake up Commander Sisko in the middle of the night. And he was looking sassy as hell in that robe, just like, hey. Like, I thought he was on RuPaul's, like, the, the, like what was that American drag or whatever the hell they call it that drag content yeah drag race he was like what's up we having a good time up in here with his little <laughs> chest hanging out and stuff and the, the weird blue pattern mm, get some dicks like yeah it was, up, he, he was real sad oh I got a I got a secret message from Gold Ducat come we gonna have some sex yeah some booty call some booty call sex <laughs> he was sassy looking in that robe he looked pretty handsome pretty handsome Gold Ducat kissed him to the phone. Yeah. Kiss him through the phone. Oh, Gold Ducat's on the line. Oh, hey, Gold. Gold Ducat. Let me click over. Click, click. What's up, boy? I got a hard one for you. Good. Uh, sir, it's, it's still me. It's still O'Brien. <laughs> I got one for you, too. I got, I got pictures of hard dicks for everybody. <laughs> uh, I'm on my way, sir. <laughs> I'm so lonely. <laughs> God, Keiko sucks. <laughs> Keiko's right there. She's standing behind you. Maybe she'll hear and divorce me because I hate I don't her. even care anymore. <laughs> God, I just hate her guts. She makes me eat one more terrible meal that she doesn't even cook. She presses a button and then she says she, she's too tired to make anything else. Like, how are you a bad replicator cook? <laughs> God damn it. How do you fuck this up? You all you don't even push a button. All you have to fucking do is just is talk. <laughs> say, make good food. But you don't. You walk up to it and you, you say, make bad food. And that's not how it works. You say, oh, it's dinner time, honey. Punish O'Brien. Here's your dinner. <laughs> no, no. Punish O'Brien. That's what the captain said when we got married on the, back on the Enterprise. Captain Picard, he was like, until death do you part. Now punish O'Brien. <laughs> but not in a sexy, fun way. Immortality. In a mean, nasty way that I hate you. They so kept I, my, my transporter pattern, and every time I kill myself because I can't put up with it anymore, they bring me back. I've killed myself 47 times this week. Groundhog Day. 
and they just keep beaming me back into existence. But not a not, Miles. not a funny groundhog, a mean, angry, shitty groundhog. <laughs> I've walked out so many airlocks, it's not even funny. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Poor O'Brien. Poor O'Brien. I hate Keiko. At least he gets some women from Cisco, though. Yeah, that's all you could ask for, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, the true bromance is yet to begin. Um, so yeah, yeah he so gets they, to be the the top. So they go down to the planet, if you will. <laughs> go down. And then uh, the poor kids on the planet are like, "Have you come to save us?" And he's like, "Yeah, fuck you." And then like, damn. <laughs> Enjoy your orphanage life. Yeah, hell no, nah, saving your punk ass. <laughs> You'll Don't pull. worry. Little orphan Cardassian will be here. It's a hard knock life to cut. <laughs> it's a hard, hard knock, knock life, life to cut. cut. <laughs> Make <laughs> us clean and sing. Eat this crappy replicated food. I lost it. It fell apart. No, but it was good though. You had you had me. You see, you went the extra mile, which I appreciate. But it was unnecessary. You was good. You was good. It's a hard. You could you could Costanza it. Yeah. Nobody would have blamed you, but it's more appreciated that you tried to see it through. Because like yeah yeah I was good with hard knock Ducat that was awesome hard knock life Ducat was good hard knock. Watch out, Jay Z is going to steal that beat. He's going to do a Star Trek song. He always ripping me off. It's going to make you hate Star Trek even more. I didn't like that Star Trek movie, and I said, you know what? It's not that bad. It's on to the next one. Next thing I know, it's on the radio. Jay-Z, he'd be all over the place. Um, they did – They did. Uh, uh, yeah, so they went down there, and, and we kind of see some of uh, the haberdashers – abilities he's not just he's not just a regular man who'd be cutting cloth you understand he's a super spy well no 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 he took some of those sally struthers space courses (laughs) there's like the correspondence thing you can take accounting computer repair Uh, espionage (laughs) espionage tailoring cardassian file keeping He did all that shit. He was like, hey, man, I got a lot of time on my hands. You know, business is slow. Ain't, man, look at the way these people dress up here, man. I ain't got to make this shit. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so they did that, and then uh, they got the files, and then they jetted. They're like, oh, well, we got everything we need on our, what do they call it, a data clip, which is just yeah. a thumb drive. <laughs> start the thumb drives, though, the size of you know, my phone. Yeah, but whatever, man. I mean, than my iPhone. The, the fact that they were – you know, cool enough to. Oh, I was like, wow, did they just invent the thumb drive on the show? Like, that's yeah. pretty cool. Oh, like one day, one day the jazz drive is going to be small enough <laughs> you can just hold it between two fingers. But yeah, so they, and they split. They left all the kids there, and then uh, they go back on the spaceship, and they have a loveless quarrel. He's like, "Look, man, you need to call me sometime because I miss you." And say, "Computer, lower the lights and play some nice music." Let me be your Jadzia one time. <laughs> and they fall. And she, they fall. She's not even in the episode, is she? No. Nobody is. We were having fun all the times that uh, Avery Brooks, whenever, uh, well, Commander Cisco, whenever he would pause and look off into the distance, we figured it was because he was wondering, where is my son? Because <laughs> <laughs> so everybody's talking about what a great father he is. And he's like, where did I leave him? <laughs> now, is this because of like child labor laws? Why they couldn't have all these? Because like Molly wasn't there, right, in her own quarter. 
She went to bed early. Yeah, she, she was in bed early. early. She, she had wasn't a, there. At this no point, nog. She had, Molly had already drew Barry it up so much on the series. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> she was usually tanked by bedtime. So it wasn't really going to bed as much as it was her passing out. She was coming down. She came down hard. Came down real hard. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's like we, could, we could only afford. <clears throat> so it's like, nope, that's it. Because you didn't have anybody. There was no Nog. No, there was no, nobody was in this episode. I mean, like, literally nobody was in this episode. This was a very low budget. But yes. I think Nog is like 47 at this point. He's, yeah. just, he's got some kind of dwarfism or something. He's like Gary Coleman. He's, 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 no, because uh, what was it? Uh, Emmanuel Rob, Lewis syndrome. Yeah, Ram and Nog were at uh, the the 50th anniversary convention out in Las Vegas, and they came out in makeup. Mm-hmm. Wait, the Space Knight? Yeah. Yes, the Ram the Space Knight came out in his Space Knight outfit, and they were like, "What are you doing here? You don't you don't own that." He's like, "Yeah, you know, whatever, man. Shut up." So it, my thing is, if you're an actor and you're coming out in full makeup, it's like you're either really dedicated to the fans, or you ain't got nothing else going on. Well, maybe he probably a little bit of both. I mean, I'm sure he. I'm sure he got a pretty penny to show up. Not every, you know, past their prime Star Trek cast member can harass Starbucks people about yeah. their salty life. You know, <laughs> he's just got to be like, "Hey, check me out, my makeup, holla at your boy." Well, to be to be fair though, uh, Soy Chai Boy was on three of the modern tricks. So yeah, and you hate all of them. So what are you worried yeah. about? Just saying, he's there. He is there, just like you are, hating on it. Yeah, so um, Stephanie and I were trying to decide, um, was the dude, what was his name in the episode, the kid, Ron or Rom or Steve or whatever the fuck his name was? What was his name? I don't know. The kid, man, the kid. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I just don't know his name. Yeah, I think he was, I think he might have been a midget. Like, if you look at him, his head was really big, and he was... I, 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 Even though he's got the Cardassian makeup head on? He's a midget. I mean, he's, there's something weird about that kid, man. He had a weird, like, uh, uh, mask head or something. Like, there was definitely something weird going on there. Like, he had some midget tendencies. Or he was too old to be that young, because he was supposed to be 12. But if you look at his shoulders, he's broad as fuck. So, like... Well, I think that's more to do with being Cardassian. Midget. I'm not even a midget. They're tough. I'm going to look it up. I think he's a midget. I don't think he's a midget. He's a very tall midget. I didn't get that he was supposed to be 12. Like, I I missed that because I'm sitting there watching it thinking, like, he's like 17, isn't he? No, oh, he's 12 God. because, like, he, he's been on Bajor for eight years. They lost okay. him when he was four. So he's 12. That's the biggest fucking 12-year-old I've ever seen before in my whole life. Like, that dude, Vidal Peterson hasn't done shit else besides this episode. He has no Wikipedia page. We just mansplained how to get to 12 with 8 and 4 to Jenny. Yeah. Well, that's where watching it twice comes in handy. Yeah. Because he caught those numbers, and I'm yeah. like, I don't know. He looks like he's about 17. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. He's, he's swole. Like, he looked like he was in jail, and he was doing push-ups. He got big-ass shoulders, and if you look at his full, his arms are real big. So he's, he ain't tw- He's a midget. Well, that's he's how we know that old man for a long time, though. So. That's how <laughs> yeah. family no, you? Are abusing him. He, he's, you know, he's locked up in the barn at night, and all he can do is work out. His name is Rugal, R-U-G-A-L, Rugal. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
Yeah, and he was old, but he's never been. This is the only. He doesn't have a Wikipedia page, and that's saying something because I think I have a Wikipedia page at this point. So, you ain't shit, Vidal Peterson. What the kind of name is that? I'm like or Vidal. I'm googling. There's Vidal Peterson, film actor, also known for nothing. (laughs) (laughs) So, how old was he? In what was this? Ninety. He was born in 1968. Oh Jesus! And, oh, God, he was wow. old. He's in his twenties. Yeah, he's gotta be a midget. Yeah. <laughs> he was also he was also in an episode of nine hundred two one zero in ninety ninety two ninety three was big for him. Yeah, because he did TNG. He was detained in TNG in unification. Was that? Was that? The That's kid? the one. Picard is. No, I know Ronald, Spock and everything, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was in that episode too. Was he the kid that comes up to Spock and asks about the uh, the Vulcan letters on the Romulan top? Maybe because that's his name here. His name and is detained. Nineteen sixty-eight. Yes, he was. According to his IMDb page, he was born in nineteen sixty-eight. He was alive. He's ten years older than us, <laughs> basically. Wait, who? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's ten years older than us, guys. Yeah, or, or okay, two two years older than Ben. He was, in, he was in some Mork and Mindy episodes. What the fuck? He was the elder in Mork and Mindy. Oh, the elder. oh okay. Yeah, because uh, Orkin's age backwards. Oh. So they're like Benjamin Button? Yeah. Yeah, that's why Jonathan Winters was Mork's kid. Because yeah. when you're born, you're an old man, and then you age backwards. So he was in he was, D, this DS9 episode was the last thing that he did because he was in uh, TNG, he was in some dumb TV show. Uh, 90210, and then this, and that's it. And that the, the well-done run dry. He finally took the hint and was like, all right, fine, fuck it, I'm out. I'm not 12 anymore. I'm not. I can't be 12 forever. Look at me. I'm like 40 years old. You're actually 25, dude. Come on. <laughs> nah, son, I'm 12. There it is. This is the IMDb page playing a 12-year-old at 45. Just found this interesting. His last performance, according to IMDb, he played a 12-year-old Kardashian boy in Deep Space Nine uh, that aired one month before his 25th birthday. (laughs) So, yeah, so when that episode came out, he was 25. Wow. Out of all the kids that have been in Star Trek shows, they couldn't have found somebody more age-appropriate. They loved this kid that much. I think, again, I think it's because of him being a Kardashian. To show that they mature faster than us or mm. something. Well, let me get this from you. Um, uh, what when did Elian Gonzalez happen? Oh, was that, that was like ninety four? Because I was getting an Elias, I was getting a Gonzalez vibe from this episode. Oh, well, I think this was this might have been before the Elian Gonzalez. Yeah, because yeah. This is early Clinton, and I thought that was deep into Clinton Reno, wasn't it? Yeah. Was Reno still in? Yeah. Okay. This was in two thousand. Okay. Yeah. This yeah, was. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Because I was trying to figure it out. Because this had this definitely had like a weird kind of like I was trying to figure out where the social commentary was coming from. If that makes sense, like were war orphans a big problem at this time? Like what? Well, it- I mean, this actually I was thinking the whole time this episode isn't too different from that TNG episode where that uh, human kid is with those warrior people. You know, trying because his parents were killed, and that's where they were shooting at the Federation outpost. They were shooting at the walls of heartache. Bang bang! I'm the warrior. Yes, I am the warrior. Yeah, yeah. And the kid was just screaming like because he didn't want to be fucked with anybody. Victory is mine. He was screaming, "Victory is mine." Yeah. He was the warrior. 
Was that the episode where that, that happened? Yes, it was. I, I missed this episode. I just remember he was the kid from one of those cheesy... Who sings that song? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. It's not life. Pat Benatar. No, it's I'm not. Thinking- it's I'm like fake Pat Benatar. Okay. It's Matt Benatar. It's Matt Benatar. <laughs> what was the lyric? I am the warrior. Shooting at the walls of heartache. Bang, bang, bang. I am the warrior song. The warrior song. Yes, I am. It's uh, Patty Smith. Yeah, Smythe. Smythe. Yeah, I just, I mean, I sang that lyric. Oh, she was, she was married to John McEnroe. Interesting. What? Yeah. And she's like, well, no, it's just that when she, Shut was, up, bitch. she wasn't satisfied during sex and she's like, just put it in. And he kept saying, it was in. <laughs> He's like, no, it was in. It was in. It was in. Yeah, that song was great. Shooting at the walls of heartache. Bang, bang. I am the gay warrior. Yeah. So, um, so where are we here? They, uh, they do that stuff. And then, all of a sudden, we figure out that this kid is the son of a prominent politician. The guy um, who pushed for the uh, withdrawal from Bajor. And who was... Withdrawal. And who was the dude who was ruling Bajor at the time? Oh, snap, it was Gold Ducat. We got this what? thing. Oh, my God. We got this thing figured out. It's, I'm surprised it took as long as the... At this point, the episode should have been over. Like, okay, we know what happened. Like, you did yeah. this, you did that. Okay, great. But they kind of dragged it out a little bit. Like, they had to have some bullshit hearing, and then they had to do some more dumb stuff. It's like, this is pretty cut and dry at this point. I like how Dakota though, when they start dropping all the knowledge on him, and he's just like, I'm out. He's, he's like, he just, I'm out. He just gets up and leaves. Look how long my neck is. <laughs> Yeah, because that was that's the one part of the episode that kind of drags. I don't. Uh, once they were like, "Oh, okay, so that was the dude who left, made everybody leave," and that okay, we good. Yeah. I, I just I it makes me hate Ducat just continually. I've had people who've defended him, but he is <clears throat> just malevolent. Male- male- he's evil. <laughs> he's bad. He's, just the. That 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 disgusting fake, you know. What about the, the children? My goodness, the children. <laughs> and it's like, well, who ordered that the children be left? Oh, that was him. The children. But I got my orders from the civilian government. Surely you can't blame me. Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> the children. The children. Won't somebody please think of the children? That's all I was thinking about when he was saying it. Won't somebody please? But yeah, Helen Lovejoy. Helen Lovejoy, you gotta love her. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then it just kind of it kind of runs its course. You know what's gonna happen now? You're just kind of putting the pieces together. And you're like, oh, okay, there you go. Mm. The kid goes back with his dad, even though he hates Cardassian still. Yeah, they make him go back, which seems kind of fucked up, if you ask me. And his his Bajoran dad must have been okay with it because he just like all right, all right, cool man. I don't like your ass anyway. Uh, we yeah. uh, you know you were uh, about to get expensive anyways with the car insurance and eating all my food. Well, I mean, like it's messed up to have a son who is Cardassian, and the whole time you just tell him how much he sucks. But I love you. Yeah. But God, your people are a bunch of jerks. You're one of the good ones, son. Yeah, it would be like adopting a black kid but being racist, but be like they're all fucked up, but you. 
Like, you're cool because you hang out with me, but the rest of them are all fucking jerks. Well, it's, it's like the ultimate negging I mean, where you're just like, you know, hey, you're a piece of shit, but you're lucky that we love you. Yeah, or, yeah. or else. It's too bad you're genetically inferior because you're pretty cool otherwise. You know what? If you weren't such a douche, you'd be pretty awesome. But you are awesome. But God, you're a fucking ugly douche. I suck my dick. I mean, <laughs> with your dumb face. I mean, you're 25 years old and you're in fucking third grade. <laughs> you're a fucking moron. Well, that's just your dumbass Kardashian genes that are fucking up your whole life, you idiot. <laughs> God, you're great. Fuck you. <laughs> what is happening here? And then the show's over. Now, does, uh, but even the does politician all, does this all make sense to anybody? <laughs> like yes. Goldacott's master plan? Yes. To like does. hide really? Yes. After He's watching hide this guy's kid for eight years yeah. so they could pull him out in case he needed to he discredit the guy eventually. It seems like as the leader of a fucking planet, he would have better things to do than like hide a kid. He's playing the long game. Yeah. Because like you never this, know it seems it happens very quickly how they figure all this out, but uh, Gold Ducat knows that if this story gets out that his kid was just lost and not dead, then it's going to make this politician guy look like a total stupid ass in front of all of the the folks on Cardassia. So Gold Ducat kind of has him. So Gold Ducat, he really literally had like a Google alert for this kid's name or something like that so that whenever it happened you know, okay i can is it opportunistic for me to to pull this kid in now you know leak the story to the press or whatever like that's just i think he had dump. no no i think he had spies i think obviously the the ass face guy was uh in on it yeah the ass face um, guy was in on it i don't think the haberdashery he, dude did he offer the the guy a job oh no uh garrick is definitely not in on it oh. He's all for fucking with Ducat because yeah. they hate each other. Yeah, he hates Gold Ducat, which is cool with me. I mean, Gold Ducat seems like kind of a douche. Um, so yeah, but no, this is all part of his. This is long game stuff, man. This is like I'm, you know, I'm going to get you eventually when you least expect it. Now, I just want to know it if the Bajoran, like it'd be easier just is the Bajoran just on it. Like, is the Baj- I mean, just the Bajoran? No. I mean, because well, just- no, because he came to the station yeah. to uh, interview for a job with the butt face guy. I thought. He was trying to get oh, really? a job or something. I thought that's what they kind of said at the beginning. Well, then, so, but then Gold Ducat had to know where the kid was to call yeah. the dude up for the gig. If the yeah. butt face, oh, I thought, I thought the butt face guy was saying that he had interviewed with him before. I didn't, I didn't catch that he was coming up to the station to do the interview. Oh, see, that's how I took it. Yeah, because that's the way I took it too. Because yeah. the butt, the butt face guy with the brains. I, I didn't watch it twice. I only watched it once. So I you guys know. Watching better. twice helps. I'm telling you. <laughs> Is um, that just trying to make up for last week? No, no. I think it I just it makes you more Which you still haven't watched? I still haven't watched it. Um, it. <laughs> I'll watch it eventually, but I watched this episode twice. I'm gonna watch them all twice. I'm gonna watch last them. Last week's episode was much better than this episode. I didn't mind this episode. Yeah. I thought it was kinda I liked it. I'm just saying last week's was better. I liked the <laughs> development of the haberdashery dude. Uh, I thought he was. I thought he was kind of cool. I also like the fact that it just seems like there are many elements at play here. Like there's many different kind of um, kind of shady characters doing their own kind of shady things for their own reasoning and their own purpose. Yeah, but none of them are Quark. 
like this would seem to be right up his alley, like shady, like information brokering and stuff like that. Like you, I mean, Core can't know everything that goes on everywhere, you know. Uh, but he does. <laughs> you know, there's just there's a lot of uh, like I guess dirty pool going on in this show, which is very different from every Star Trek show. Everyone like in TNG, everyone it's all for the sake of the Federation and blah blah blah. This one, it's all very kind of self serving. Like everyone kind of revolves around their own son, if you will, almost. You know, yeah. even even Kira, like she's there just because she wants what's best for Bajor. She doesn't give a fuck about the Federation, you know. So it's it's just very interesting how things kind of play itself out. I like it. I thought this was a good episode. I thought the plan seemed a little convenient that all of a sudden this kid shows up and, hey, cool, there's some – but it might not have been convenient because I, I apparently wasn't there like some kind of vote going on on Cardassia that they were kind of – they were bickering over Gold Dukat. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, like He pulled him out. It's he, like yeah. he knew it, so he's like, okay, so go there and create this fake job that this guy is going to apply for and make him come up to DS Party interview. So like, what was the plan? Like if the, the kids didn't run into Garrick, they were going to like kill him or something like that just to get notoriety or, you know, randomly like, bit him, bitten him. Like I think they ran into the tailor shop. They would have gotten some, somebody else was supposed to bite the kid. To yeah. Yes. They didn't need Garrick. They just needed the kid to be seen and they would trigger. Yeah. But nobody else cared <laughs> until the kid bit Garrick. Nobody cared that he was there. I don't know, man. I, I don't make up all the rules myself, Dennis. It just, it just seems kind of... <clears throat> all right, Dennis. It would have been a lot easier for, for Goldicott just to kill the dude if he didn't like his politics. Yeah, but that's, that's a long way to go, man. Like, he can disgrace him. Yeah. Disgrace. Disgrace. Find it. That's what you get in America. America. Hell yeah, man. In, in Trump's Deep Space Nine, it would yeah. And Trump's D space now they'd have all these dudes in jail. Uh, so the kid, in this analogy, the kid is uh, an audio recording of locker room talk. Yeah, mm-hmm. it appears eleven years later, right? But uh, but it's it's an October surprise. And the cool part is, it still doesn't matter. Cable <laughs> like, like, cut still in power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Well, it doesn't matter because now. That guy's going to have his kid in secret on Cardassia, I guess? Yeah. Like, nobody's going to have to know that his kid didn't really die. That's yeah. another part I don't understand. Like, how are they going to keep it secret? He was away at school. Oh, yeah. He was, he was a camp. We had a funeral. <laughs> no, no, no. That was a funeral for a uh, dog. Yeah. It was, you know, we, we love that dog. Dog funeral. <laughs> just, he had this, see... He was Rugal, was the kid. Ruggle was 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 the dog. Yeah, it's all pronunciation. Did you get that wrong? No, you guys, are, you guys are dicks. Oh my god, you thought my my kid was dead? That's hard. How could you? Is Luke that what you? Cater's at dog funeral. Well, he was. We had the dog for like fifteen years. The I mean, we had the, we had the dog longer than the kid, and to be honest, the kid. <laughs> I mean, at least the at least the dog wasn't lying about his age. I mean, that kid came out of the womb; he was like eleven. Like nobody. I, I honestly <laughs> think he was. Uh, I don't think. He was a kid. I think he was a midget. He was banging my wife. Okay, now I believe everything. <laughs> it all makes sense now. Oh, that was great, Ben. 
That was really awesome. My rating on this show just went up like three points. Oh, that's a four. I, that's why you got to watch the episode twice. Yeah, these little nuances. Yeah. I missed it. Midget banging the wife. <laughs> I'm going to watch it now. Mama, mama. That's the biggest beef. <laughs> Time for feeding. <laughs> He's pumping out the cigar. Wow. <laughs> hungry, Mama. I understand you're breastfeeding, but why do you have a boner? I don't really get that. He has to go to the bathroom. Why is he fingering your cooch? What the fuck is going on? He misses the womb. It's My space trump. And I like how he called it the cooch. I like how in this world the husband is like, why is my son fingering my wife's <laughs> Is this normal Cardassian baby behavior? <laughs> yes. It is. That's a that's a Cardassian term. <laughs> cooch. Cardassian cooch. Oh god, that was awesome. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I gotta watch the episode twice. Yeah. I'm ready to watch it three times. I got that the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Can't sneak a cooch by me. Just imagine what you're going to see the second time. And it was cool because um, I, I don't even want to talk about the episode anymore, but I do like the fact that Cisco is like, well, maybe you can go back to Cardassia and help all these other orphans. He's like, yeah, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, never. <laughs> Why would I do that? Do you see the trouble this one caused? And that's that, baby. That's the show. Dan yeah, we've got a, a hearing on that scheduled for the uh, the fourteenth of November. <laughs> Nebuary. That's what we do. We gonna make it. We gonna make Nebuary the Lost Children's Months or some shit. I don't know. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> Where's your son, Cisco? <laughs> yeah, speaking of kids, where the fuck is your kid? <laughs> kid, Jake. <laughs> you, what's he look like? You? He looks like you, but real yeah. tall. <laughs> I, but that's the show, man. I mean, I thought I didn't think it was bad. I mean, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna give it a seven. No, I'm not. I'm gonna give it a six. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a six. Yeah. It was. I mean, it was entertaining. It, it whatever, man. I mean, uh, the first time I watched it, I gave it a four. Once <laughs> again, I liked it a little more. You watch it three times, it could get up to <laughs> six. And a half. It'll be the best episode ever. <laughs> After the twelfth viewing, uh, the eyes like ah. six done. I give it a six. No, I'm gonna give it a five. Yeah, but to, to be so dismissive of a six and only go five is it extreme? you're like, no, I give it. It's a four. It's a four and a half. It's a five. Like no, Jenny, you gotta say it's like a three. All right, it's a three. There you go. Be dismissive. If you're gonna be dismissive, be dismissive. Like own it. Nah. It's a four and a half. It's, like, it's all right, but it's a it's just a remake of that TNG episode, basically. And with Jeremy Asher, no, 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 the one with the, the uh, warrior kid. I know, with the bloodhound gang. Yeah. Oh God, uh, I don't remember that episode, so I don't know. Yeah. I have to go look for it. It's a good one. I bet it is. I bet Worf does something awesome. No. I bet Picard's all like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> probably would have been good for Worf to talk to the kid in that episode but I don't think he ever does he's too busy walking around the ship going where the fuck is Jeremy Worf is like I ain't got time for this shit I already got one kid I don't pay attention to another one I could care less about get the fuck out of my face this is gonna be 
season six of uh, DS9, it turns out that Jeremy Astor was on Bajor the whole time. Oh, <laughs> oh that's where I left him. Oh, what orphan. What makes it Poor worse orphan. is that he left him there during the, ocu- the end days of the occupation. <laughs> yes. Just like, whoops. Just accidentally. It's a crazy, him. crazy transporter accident. What now? Same thing that happened to, uh, to Portos. Who? Jeremy, what? No, nah, I don't know what you're talking about. Get out of my face. Get out of my face with that, that crazy stuff. Alexander Roshinko? That's not even a Klingon name. What are you talking about? I hate you. Yeah. Is Alexander on DS9? He's not busy. He's got to show up at some point. He does he show just, up at some point. Unless he just shipped him off to... I, I, don't, I don't want to tell how he shows up, but he shows up. He poops and smells his pants. That was a TNG episode where he comes back time, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. No? Okay, yeah. Uh, the, they were on this Klingon colony planet and they were having the festival of jerk off in the street. Right. And he shows right. up. Yeah. I can't think of a better way to show up than to jerk off in the street. I mean, it's a festival the Klingons have had. There'll be jerk off in the street. The pants are dropping. The balls are flopping. A jerk off in the street. <laughs> We are really doing wonderful things on this podcast today. It's really great. <laughs> it's a musically talented. Yeah, we're great. It's just, wow, we're doing a really great job. Yeah, we're now ain't getting nothing on this. <clears throat> nah, man. Nah. I feel bad for the internet because it kind of ruined Weird Al Yankovic's career. Yeah. Because, I mean, he still tours and does well and stuff, but, like, now everybody can just make up their own dumbass songs and kind of takes that title from weird al what she said he's still the best though no he's still he's still like the best but yeah but now anybody can do like just let's do some parody songs put them on the internet but most of them suck yes to be honest suppose if somebody said when weird Al work out the chorus but they can't figure out the rest of the uh the rest of the word yeah they're they're over here singing hard knock life ducat that's all he got yeah Yeah, he needs a hook yeah, you, but you just came up with that. You were freestyling that one. So, I mean, you know, it, yeah. it's going to happen. See, the thing somebody said the other day that I, I kind of could get behind is they hope that when Weird Al dies, that all the stars that are still alive that he parodied will come out and sing the parody versions of your songs. That would be yeah. lovely. Yeah. Because you know Madonna's going to outlive him. So. Yeah, I think she's immortal. Yeah, I, I want her to sing like You a think star. she's a Highlander? Yeah, she yeah. Be. That'd be awesome. That's what she's she's the last game. Highlander. Who wants queens, to live arms like Me? <laughs> yeah, I love Madonna. I mean, I don't know any of her music anymore, but I like all of her old shit. Madonna, Madonna. Hey, borderline, that's good enough for me. That's a great song. I could be happy with that. That was her oldie song. Like, wow, that was a great ass song. <laughs> then she made a bunch of other really good ones, too. Holiday! Holiday is a good one. I love Madonna. Great. See, I remember her on American Bandstand when I was a kid. All right, Grandpa. Yeah. No, and, and I, 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 I remember I, her on American Bandstand. I just shed my pants. Well, no, but she was like so incredibly young and just it, it was amazing. Yeah, and she's great. I, I've been a fan of hers since that, that first appearance. She, I've that with like the, uh, the Cone Bras. Was she on there with those? No, no, no. That was, no, like, no, this was, was way before that. Way before that. Yeah. 
And Madonna was the first girl I ever played Hump the Pillow to. <laughs> yeah, Hump the Pillow Madonna. It was awesome. I still remember trying to save up and buy the book. <laughs> the, the sex book? Yeah. Yeah, the book was pretty great. I don't think they sold it in Alabama. No. So I've never seen it. It's okay. I mean, you see uh, a Vanilla Ice. And Is it an ebook now? I don't know. You could probably just look it up on the internet. I mean, yeah. Yeah, Big Daddy Kane's in it. Madonna's all naked. That was, yeah. some, that was some scandalous shit. Yeah. Like, that almost destroyed the whole world, and that's now, I mean, that would be nothing. <laughs> what was it like? Uh, like a prayer. With yeah, that was scandalous as hell, too. You've got a black saint. Oh, my God. Yeah, you got a black woman. You got a black Jesus kissing a white woman. That's crazy. Now you got a black dude coming on Kim Kardashian's face, and she's the famous, most famous motherfucker in the whole world. Like, isn't that amazing? <laughs> black. Well, wasn't like the Justify My Love video? Wasn't that like, uh, uh, like dudes in skin tight clothes yeah. and stuff like that? Yeah, that was scandalous as shit, too. Now it's just like, oh, that's a Gap ad. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, cool, yeah. I want your yeah. sex. That was a great, that was a good-ass song. It was. I it want your like, sex. It's, it's vulgar. Man, sex. <laughs> yeah, but that's that. We still thought he was straight then, didn't we? No, we didn't. Come on, baby. I, I didn't know what gay was, but I knew he was it. <laughs> I, remember, <laughs> I remember telling my sister. because His name was... Wham! <laughs> like my sister had the George Michael poster in her room, the one with like his collar up from Faith, and like the oh, yeah. the camera with the earring. I was like, that dude's gay, and I was didn't know what that meant. I just knew he was that. Like, he, <laughs> what's gay? I don't know that guy. <laughs> George Michael, I love that dude. Mm, that's one of my favorite episodes. Ugh, of The Office when Andy Bernard dresses up like George Michael from Faith. Do you guys remember that? That's a good one. Well, that's the one with Stephen Colbert um, where you, you actually meet Broccoli Rob. It's a really good one. You should watch it. Oh, yeah. It's a later, I think it's, I want to say it's... It's season, like season six. No, I want to say it might even be after Michael Scott leaves. Hmm. But yeah, it's a good episode because like it's but it's Halloween. Did it's you Hall leave at the beginning of season six? He left at seven, after seven, because they did eight and the last season? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I want to say it might have been season eight, but like uh, Andy Bernard, they do Halloween and he sings Faith, but then Broccoli Rob steals his thunder or whatever. It's real good. Yeah. And it's Stephen Colbert. It's awesome. Broccoli Rob. All right. Well, there you go, everybody. Good stuff. Watch the episode twice and you'll like it more. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. So. All right, well, you guys have a nice, nice week, and uh, we'll talk to you later. And uh, take it easy, everybody. Good night. Good night.